Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, it's Justin Hall here from RightSource. Um, we've done some videos recently on the NDIS landscape and how that's affecting not-for-profits. And what I wanted to share was, I suppose, a bit of a, an example of how um, RightSource has gone in and helped a not-for-profit understand the NDIS and the impact it's having on their organization and, I suppose, the benefits that's had as well as what we found. Now, the common theme, and, and it was the, the case for this client as well, is that we've got a systems problem. We can't deal with NDIS. Our systems aren't coping um, we don't know what's going on and the board is struggling to get the information, our debtors are going up, our cash is drying up, but it's all our systems and it's just too big, we don't know where to start. From my experience and my background uh, working in the corporate arena and working in businesses, is I can, and I'm, I'm not talking small business, I'm talking large billion dollar businesses, billion dollar deals, integrating companies, I can tell you that the main problem that these companies are facing is not a systems problem. Yes, there might be some tweaks to do with the systems, but the problem isn't a systems problem. So let's just hold that idea and talk through what I, I talked with this client through. So we went in, we had a discussion with uh, a number of their staff to understand how things worked. And the issue they were facing was it was taking an inordinate amount of time to invoice their NDIS clients. And they haven't even got to the point of how long then from that did it take them to get paid. So some clients weren't getting an invoice to four, six weeks after they'd received the service. Now, it felt like it was a systems problem. And you could see, well, the information they, they sort of first offered was, well, these are the steps we follow. This is how it works. The systems aren't coping with it. They won't do it. Now, the interesting things that we found when we went in there was, well, they were trying to do all the invoicing out of their accounting system. Okay, well that sounds logical. And that's how they've done, anytime they've had to do an invoice before NDIS, it always came out of their accounting system. Now, when you look at a normal, or a business that's running a profitable enterprise, like a coffee shop for example, when they send you an invoice for what they sell you, they don't do it out of their accounting system. They do it out of their point of sale. Like right then there, the person who is making you the coffee, gives you your receipt, and that is your invoice. So they'd never thought about business that way. They always thought, well, invoices is an accounting function. It needs to come out of the accounting area. So what we looked at is, well, do you have an, a system that you use for managing that operational function that you do? And they did. They'd had it for several years. It was something they brought in um, to manage the operations, but it wasn't given a lot of love, and they didn't I suppose they hadn't dived into how much capability it had. It was there, they didn't really utilize it fully. What we found was that had an invoice functionality. So what they could actually do without changing anything in their business was effectively when someone had their appointment, they could use the system that was managing their booking to go in, click a couple of buttons and produce an invoice. So rather than invoice taking weeks, it could get done almost instantaneously at the end of the appointment. So that saved them you know, four to six weeks of time in terms of the, the time to get cash 
with something that was already there. And it wasn't a systems issue. It was really about them looking at things in a different way. So they hadn't looked at how they ran their business from a more commercial, and we say commercial, and that gets people's back up a little bit when you're talking about not-for-profit. It's not really about being commercial, it's about running it like a business. So in every other business that I work with, they raise the invoice as close to providing the service as possible. Why? Because it cuts down the time to get the cash. And when you look at that process and the way businesses have built themselves, it's the operating system, the, the, the one that deals with the operation, that does that invoicing because it's at the coalface. It's right there and then and they can do it as part of the service. So I said it's not a systems problem. I haven't told you what type of problem it is yet. Let me give you another example of another client. So this is again another client, NDIS framework, was having, again, same thing. It's a lot of systems. We're having systems problems. We need some help, but we don't think we can afford to do anything. Again, you come and have a look. Understand how the business works. Now, they were capturing all the data. All the data was there. They had systems. It was, in terms of um, data capture and the, the quality of the data they're capturing, I haven't seen many other businesses that captured to quite a, a accurate level that they were doing. But still, they were saying they were having systems problems. Now, what they actually had was they had some systems that would deal with the client when they were looking to come on the organization, some that dealt with it while, or dealt with the client while they were receiving services, and then another one that sort of kept their data and the history. Now, what they hadn't realized was effectively that was just the client journey. So these were all part of the one system. They were just looking at them in isolation. So what we did in terms of the service was by providing them a new way of looking at things in terms of, well, actually what you're doing and what you're doing really well is you're capturing that client journey and all the steps along the way, you're capturing all that data and you're right there with the client and providing a great customer experience. You're just not looking at it that way. You're looking at it, oh, we need to do onboarding, we need to do therapy, we need to do follow-up. Whereas if you change the way you look at it and go, well, actually what we're doing is we're supporting the client journey, well, then all of a sudden you look at your systems a bit differently and how they interface and how they work together. Now, yes, a little bit more tweaking here, but it wasn't a systems problem. So what we find in working with businesses that are working on the NDIS framework is they need someone to help look at their business differently because the NDIS is requiring not-for-profits to work in a new way of doing business. It's a new way of doing business. They're still not-for-profit. They're still effectively getting funding from the government. It's just coming through the client. They're still there to serve a social purpose. What they need to do is just operate in a slightly different way. It doesn't undermine any of the social good that they're doing. But it's a way that they've never had to look at before. So that's the value that we bring into the equation is that by pre presenting a different way of looking at things, opening the door to another option, it allows the not-for-profits to, to very quickly adapt to the NDIS without having to spend tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars on new systems because it's not a systems problem, but be able to tweak what they're already doing, what they're already great at doing in a way that will make them not just doing great today, but doing great tomorrow. And those two clients that I gave the examples of, by giving them that 
that foresight into how they can make those changes to the business has now led both of them on paths of very rapidly becoming comfortable and starting to thrive under NDIS, whereas before we spoke to them, they were slowly dying and they knew they were slowing, slowly dying and they didn't know how to stop it. So this has been consistent with all the clients we've dealt with, um, all people we've spoken to that are working through the NDIS process, is it's not about a systems problem. It's not about spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on getting new systems. It's about looking at things a different way, understanding this new way of operating under the NDIS, and then being able to make those small tweaks to your organization that then make you be able to be successful in that. And after we provide that initial, I suppose, work in terms of helping them look at their processes and their, their business a different way, we can then we then provide that sounding board for them to help them continue to evolve that way of thinking, to look at how they can become a thriving business under the NDIS and continue to deal with the challenges that it throws up. What is ultimately there to help the clients be able to have more choice and to help the industry be more accountable to those that are serving so that effectively we can all do better and together we all rise. So that's a little bit of how RightSource is helping the NDIS. We've got other videos that we do in terms of helping your business and also the NDIS framework. We've talked through some more detail and how you can look at this. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.